Hello, this is Max Gradenchik, that's Rom from Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to Trekmate. Oh, Rom. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. As is a tall ship and a star steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello everybody and welcome to Trek, mate. My name's Jude. And I'm Wayne. Hello again, mate. Hello, mate. How's it going? In your bed, you. Not you, Wayne. The dog. <laughs> she thinks I'm talking to her. Sorry, that's a great start, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, well, I will, mate, but let's do the pod first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, not bad. Not bad. First of all, I want to make an uh, early apology to everyone because I know that uh, the previous podcast was laid out as uh, I had fucked my back up last week, so I wasn't able to actually sit upright. So my back was really hurting last week, so I didn't manage to get it edited. And then I've been lazy for the last couple of days, so I will get that up and done and hopefully out tomorrow, uh, which is Wednesday, but it's in the past for you. So I do apologise, listeners. Tomorrow will Thursday. Thursday. Oh fuck! I'm yeah. even late. Okay, it's even later. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everyone will understand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They know yeah. you're always busy, up to something these days with, with YouTube and stuff, and uh, and we'll always, you know, get the trek mates out eventually. Exactly. Well, and I try and do it every, every week, but. Uh, just after fucking my back up, I just couldn't sit upright, so I didn't do anything on YouTube. Yeah, it's or... not nice, is it? No, no, not at all. Though, silver linings, I had my back to work um, with my boss today, and because I work for um, county council, I did, and my job does involve moving and handling a bit. Mm. I said, and even though my back's been like an ongoing issue that I've had for a while. I did say to him, like, I don't suppose we could try and blag some um, physio off of work for oh, us. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, don't see why not. So fingers crossed, I should be getting some physio through my work to try and help it. So, oh, well done. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's... if you don't ask, you don't get it, do you? No, exactly, because the thing is, it's like the, the waiting list on the NHS is over three months. And mm. the like to pay for it privately, you're looking at about like 40 quid for a half hour. Mm-hmm. So it, if I can get 
it through my work, then that's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We'll wait yeah. and see. Wait and see. How are you keeping, mate? Good. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to Destination Star Trek in England in, like, it's only just like a week from now, real time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had lots of sort of, well... It's it's weird with stuff like DST where uh, we'll get our press passes for it, mm-hmm. and there's like there's always stuff we're not supposed to speak. It's always been that way with Trekmate and Showmasters and Destination Star Trek, but there's stuff we're not supposed to talk about and we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the one thing I can say is that they've announced the schedule, and we're not doing anything conscious this year, which. It's unfortunate in some ways, you, you know, you, you can always find the positives and stuff, which means that we can do more stuff for Trekmate or rather Sci-Fi Collective on YouTube with uh, yeah. doing the interviews and stuff. But it, it was a shame to see that. But it's it's not sim- it's not a simple pro- it's less of a simple process than it's ever been before this time. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, the person who normally deals with. Um, going between CBS and like okay and everything on the fan stage wasn't available um, because uh, they were off for a while. So um, the, the process wasn't as simple. I won't go into all of the details, but basically the That's reason... It. Yeah, we can't always, can we? No, the, the reason why um, we're not doing any fan panels this year is simply it's, it's down to CBS and nothing personal against us. It's just that um, it wasn't in no way. I know a lot of people will instantly jump on the bandwagon of having to go at Showmasters, but it's, it's not that it's in no way Showmasters. It's, it's CBS being their usual idiotic selves about um, uh, certain things. And, it's it's just unfortunate, but uh, I w- I was annoyed at first, but I I'm... was too. Yeah, I, I thought it was a real shame, you know, given everything that you've you've done, because it it has been you, you know, like I've donated very little to. Mm-hmm. It was only like two years ago that the 2016 one where I was donating stuff, doing stuff, not donating behind the scenes, but not a lot. But it, it's you that's like take taken that bulk load of uh, responsibility of, of, of providing interesting talks on stage and stuff. So yeah, it was a shame to see that, but my, my first, well, not my first react. That was my first reaction, you know, same as you like, well, that's a bit of a slap in the face, but my second thing was just typical me. What are they, are they trying to push us something? Do they not even want to have us there? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's dozens of things that we've said on this podcast where, you know, if anyone really paid attention, they'd be like, hang on, do we really want these guys there? You know, we try yeah. to be as respectful as we can, but we also try to be as honest as we can, as mm-hmm. much as we can without hurting people's feelings and stuff too much. But, uh, but yeah, I did, I did think that at first, like, Oh God, are we not getting our press passes and getting in there? Oh, have I got a, finally to get into the to the convention in the first place and then yeah no well luckily we're still going as press it's just literally 
been down. Showmasters really liked all of the ideas that we put forward. And like you said, that good relationship has been there all along. It's just that like that one person who would have normally been there to speak to CBS wasn't there this time. It was a new person who doesn't know us and also doesn't know to say like no or, or, you know, listen to us cbs you know like yeah. if you're going to do fan stuff on a fan stage you've got to listen to the fans which are the people that do these podcasts and these groups and stuff but cbs yeah. just want to do what they want to do which is just I, I, I always describe it as just a bunch of suits you know mm. who are uh, you know see trek as a franchise who don't really necessarily think about what fans want or what they're saying or asking no suggesting no, they don't, and also it's it as as you said, it's it's just unfortunately because the 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 one person who normally deals with CBS with regards to the fan stuff wasn't there because um, it, it's not just us that was left out. It was a question of eighty uh, percent of the people who were putting together all of the fan panel stuff are now doing nothing. So it's yeah. it's in oh, that know, way and that, yeah. personal. And it's it's just unfortunate. But silver linings, I'm now looking forward to having entire time to myself. So to yeah. be able to entirely um, indulge in all of the press aspects of things. Mm-hmm. So even though, uh, because, and the thing is, I uh, it was unfortunate because the person who does normally deal with us was quite annoyed uh that uh, uh, CBS had been allowed to steamroll things because, yeah, um, it, they liked the idea because we was putting forward a lot more games, a lot more interactivity uh, with mm-hmm. the panels to uh, to try and just make things fun. So it's unfortunate, but you never go, never know. Maybe maybe next time. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a good possibility that that will happen the next time. It, yeah. it was just unfortunate, you know, with the timing, with uh, with different people not mm. being there to, to speak to CBS and say, look, you know, let's compromise. Well, the thing but, is, hey, hey. the thing is, CBS have always been ultra, ultra over the top, and it's needed certain people there to push back and say, look, we know our audience. We It's a different yeah. demographic to America. <coughs> so, I mean, I, I even, one of my other reactions when I first saw the, the schedule was um, there was a guy, a, 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 and this isn't the guy who's to blame. No one's really to blame, but this isn't who we were talking about a second ago. But there was a guy who was supposed to be sort of, trying to organize what was going on on the third stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but all he was really doing, I guess, was just taking everybody's ideas from the different podcasts and, and putting together and the schedule and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you had been messaging him back and forth. I, I've never spoken to him at all, but every time you messaged him, like, like you do with kind of everyone, you then say to me, do you, think this is all right or, or do you think i should say this and you said a lot of things to, he's just don't do this like it's so tired 
you know you need to do mm -hmm. new stuff you need to keep people engaged and and for god's sake don't do this thing you did two years ago please tell them not to do that yeah and asking me shall i say that i was like yeah i think you should you know like you've got to risk it like because you can't just give fans nonsense you know mm -hmm. silly stuff um and from what I could tell, like like that guy took it fine. He un understood what you were saying. Yeah, uh, you know, when just suggesting loads of ideas of things that we could do. This is a great idea. This is a great idea. But you were saying, don't do this because it's been done to death. Don't mm -hmm. do this because it's bloody ridiculous and just stupid. Mm -hmm. So that did go through my head for a moment when I first saw that. Like, uh, step on their toes too hard, but I, I don't think we did. It's just, it's just like I always say with CBS. I'm not even when we were speaking on the phone the other day. We're not even angry with a certain person because you can't be. It's just a nameless, well, not nameless because it's CBS, but faceless thing. You know, just a, a, a bunch of people that you're never going to meet who have made some collective decision to like, no, we'll play it safe. We'll do this. We don't want to risk that by. No, exactly. And the thing is, now it's not so much a fan stage, it's just the third stage. The stuff yeah. that's going on on it, it just isn't really fan-related. So... I'll tell you what I thought was a shame. Well, loads of things were a shame. Two things that I'll bring up right now. One, One's bad and one's way worse. One is, on Friday... There's barely anything going on on that third stage. There's nothing. They're, like having, they're using it to dish out goodie bags, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's what I can say. It's like a pickup area for your goodie bags. If you're, uh, you know, if you've bought one of the more expensive packages, like uh, Admiral, Captain, or Commander packages, or even Lieutenant, four, four different ones. Surely there's um, other space that you could use for that. Oh, of course there is. Of course there is. It just didn't make sense when i read that i was just like really why mm -hmm. you know think about it like all four of those packages um and not just them but people that have bought a, a weekend ticket they're all going all three days so but why not give them something the thing is i think the reason why they've done that is because they had no ideas of what to do on that day because they've re literally That's cbs to me C CBS rejected 95% of all the ideas that were put forward. So mm -hmm. that just shows you that like, the things that are going on on that stage wasn't because they were suggested. It's because... No, it's just because they're safe and easy and typical. <laughs> yeah, so it's a shame. Um, but the other thing... Oh, the other thing you know is what a travesty. The entire weekend, Friday, Saturday and Sunday... Our very good friend and absolute Trek expert, which I'm so happy that he's there. We'll definitely be chatting with him, getting a couple of pictures and all that sort of stuff. Well, I'll be chatting with him as much as possible, as much as time allows. Larry Nemechek is not on any stage at any time as part of any talks or hosting any talks. And that's just crazy. The thing is, that man's gift is his gab. It is... Yeah. His knowledge of Star Trek is unequaled, and to yeah. not have him, it, the thing is, even if you didn't want Larry to be um, 
even if you didn't want Larry to be on dedicated panels, talking about dedicated subjects, he should have been hosting a good oh, yes. portion of those talks rather than having is, SoCal Val. Yeah. Yeah, no disrespect. SoCal Val, I, I'm a big wrestling fan, but SoCal Val is just um, is an American lady who's like a, oh, I, I don't even know, like a valet, like someone yeah. who used to walk to the ring with certain wrestlers, but not even she an used to get wrestler paid. herself. No, she's not a wrestler. Um, in <laughs> fact, she, she used to just hype up the crowd, um, mm -hmm. like at live events. I've been to several live events of wrestling America and in, and, and in England where it, it's for the people who don't have the sense to, to, to get into it. You know, she's just there to sort of like tell people what to cheer. And she's a nice enough girl. She's a really nice girl. She, she's probably about our age, mm -hmm. but she, um, she's just seems so out of place at this one. I've seen her at lots of conventions, uh, show masters and otherwise, but to see her hosting, Star Trek talks at a Star Trek convention. I was just like, really? I just hope she's not a Star Trek fan rather than a yeah. Star Trek fan. I agree. I, I really want her to sort of kind of prove me wrong in, in my sort of mm -hmm. uh, judgment of thinking that like it's going to be a bit awkward and all that stuff. I'm there with I'm you. I'm hoping. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I joked to you on the fact, I think you're going to have to release this pod like like the day or the day after that we actually go to uh, Destination Star Trek. Just in case yeah, you get in trouble. Release it Friday for morning. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. No one's going to be uh, listening to it from Showmasters then. But I was saying like one of the talks she's doing, she's doing the cosplay masquerade or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. And I was just saying to you, she's, you know, she's going to be bloody saying like, Oh, that's an amazing green alien there. Oh, it's a pointy-eared alien now. It's yeah. a blue alien. What next? You know, that that's what I'm imagining in my head. Yeah. And like I'm, I and hundreds and thousands of others are going to be just cringing going, oh, no. Yeah. I'm, but I, I hope she I proves hope she pulls it wrong. out of the bag. I hope she pulls it yeah. out of the bag. It just seems to me an absolute missed opportunity uh, opportunity to be having. The thing is, right, having she's Larry... She's stuff. She, she's doing, like, proper, proper talks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm get, I don't know if they're paid talks or not. It shouldn't make a difference, but you know what I mean. I do. And the thing is, with regards to Larry... He could have brought something to every single one of those talks. And to oh, have yes. to have him just sitting at a table um, is ridiculous. Because the thing is, not being horror... Uh, the thing is, we love Larry. We love Larry. But out of the thousands of fans that are there, there's only going to be, say, 20 to 30% of the fans that are there that are going to know who Larry is. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's no slight on him whatsoever because you get no. so many casual fans who don't know like the fan network. Um, yeah. So, and the thing is, there's so many people there who m might not necessarily get Larry's autograph or uh, like get him to sign a book or something. 
But um, if they had gone and listened to him, like explode their brain with a uh, knowledge of Trek that they have never heard before or different perspectives of things <laughs> that they hadn't have heard before, they would have been so much more likely to go up and chat to him afterwards. And that is it, the thing oh, is, yeah. the thing is, me and you, we've had many opportunities to sit down and talk with Larry. And I, yeah. I feel not only do I feel it's a travesty that he's not doing anything, I feel it's really um, it's sad for the people who don't get to enjoy what Larry has to say, who may not have ever experienced him before. Because then oh. those those might have been the people that then joined his uh, like Portal Forty Seven Club and going deep diving with mm-hmm. him and listening to his podcast, and they're missing out. They're missing out, and that is that is really upsetting to me. There, there literally could be hundreds or even thousands of people walking right past Larry because they've got so much stuff on that weekend, never having known who he was or what he's contributed already. Uh, and they never will, you know, all because he's not involved in anything. No, and that is really sad. Uh, and don't get me wrong, Larry's going to have a great weekend either way. Gra- oh, uh, Larry yeah, will sure. always, Larry will always be Larry. He will always bring yeah. his A game. But, um, but it, I just find it sad for the people who might not have experienced the greatness of Larry Nemechek. Way to put it, you know, he he's not going to cry about it, is he? He's, he's going to be happy to be there, happy to speak to the fans, happy to speak to the actors, Ira, Stephen Bear, and, and stuff. Um, he's going to be having a great time. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be having a great time. But it, it for me, it's upsetting for the fans who haven't experienced Larry. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That that's the best way to put it. So I hope they change their mind. There's there's always time <coughs> these things while they do it. I mean I mean there's a bunch of people, not just SoCal Val, who are who I know, you know, a lot of Star Trek fans is at all. You know, why why would you if you know that's your main interest and you have no interest in, in wrestling and stuff? But, but there's hosts on these stage who, who I don't know. You know, where I've just gone is, and I can't be bothered to look them up right now. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, uh, oh, to be fair, the only one that I do know is Mark Newbold, because he's the guy that I've been talking to uh, yeah. from stage three. So he's the only guy that I really uh, like. I do know, because I've got to know him, because we were sorting out the fan stage, but still, never mind. But yeah, uh, I guess what I'm saying is in the nicest way possible, cold or whatever someone has the common sense to say get larry to do it yeah well i did i did bring that up with um the conversations i had with the person that i normally deal with with show masters so i did bring that up uh but uh they're still off sick at the moment so whether they um he was there uh larry larry 14 in london uh my first destination star trek and mm-hmm. he was absolutely great he brought mm-hmm. his mate along who had been in um who'd been like an extra in um Enterprise and I don't know if he did something else behind the scenes like I don't know what uh, something to do with production or something like that um and I saw him in about two or three 
um, talks on what was the fan stage that year, I guess. And they were some of the best things I saw that weekend, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no. I... And, and I just, you know, just like I do whenever he's on the pod, I just love his enthusiasm as well. It's, it's not it's not forced it's you know he's not acting when he's doing that he he loves trek and it makes you love trek it, it makes you feel more enthusiastic about it exactly and for me it just seemed a no-brainer because larry's the sort of person you, you can just wind him up and let him go and then you've got content oh, for hours yeah which is like you said like you could put him in any talk you you really could with us like i love star trek but if we if I was on the stage. Um, I'd want to know who who am I talking to, and I'm really going to, you know, get a whole bunch of questions ready weeks ahead of time, because mm-hmm. otherwise I'm just going to like I'm just going to freeze on that stage and shit myself and not know what to say. Yeah. But Larry, you know, he would never ever need that. You'd just be, you just tell him one second before you've got to go and interview the whole cast of Voyager. He'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. You and, could and give him ten seconds notice. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's that, the one thing that I it, we've discussed in the past. Like, um, like especially having someone who might not know the franchise, they're going to rely on the fans, and the fans will ask yeah. the same tired questions. And. I mean, a lot of those fans that are asking those questions, to be fair to them, it might be their first convention. It might be Mm -hmm. their first, you know, everyone has to start somewhere with these things. Um, We all do. So, you know, people will ask questions that other people have asked a hundred times before you and they don't realize, you know, they think, oh, it seems like a legitimate question. But then either out loud or it's like, Hundreds of fans are going like, oh, not this one again. <laughs> like, like, how long did you have to sit in makeup? It's like, for fuck's sake, like, watch the fucking DVD. Like, go yeah. back and watch the DVD or your Blu-ray or whatever or YouTube these days. Like, he sat in makeup for five fucking hours. Exactly. <laughs> Every he hated it. He doesn't want to put the ridges back on. Why do you think yeah. he never does a, a photo shoot dress as a Klingon? But, yeah. Yeah, no, I I get it. But still let's not be totally negative because there is some cool things that came out oh, this God, week. Oh god, no, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not trying to be negative. Oh, no, 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 just... no, no. Uh, no, mate, trust me, all, I know we're these, not. But this, we've had a bitch. All this money now let's get excited. Love. Eh? Yeah. I said we've had a bitch, now let's get excited. Oh no, I, I'm very excited. Like the, yeah. the closer and closer we get, the more excited I am at the moment. Exactly. I've um I I've let my Netflix subscription run out and uh, I'm just deeply regretting. Yeah, I know. I think I'm going to have to be naughty and set up a new email and get a a free month. We're just having one of those trying to save money and we're watching Now TV, I think it is, instead for for a free month. Yeah, but, mate, the trick is to, like, get together with, like, three or four other people and just pay the ten pound mm. between you, and all we'll log in with uh, the same details, but have your own users on there. Yeah. Then it only costs you two pound fifty a month. Yeah. No. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, you should do. But that. Uh, I, yeah, I. I it's, well, here's another thing. What I'm going to say, 
you were just saying how we were bitching and moaning and stuff. Something excellent, um, Showmasters and Destiny BS, whoever did recently, which was just so cool, is they pretty much announced the entire Discovery cast to be at uh, Destination Star Trek this year. I, I really, really that. cool. But yeah, it really is. They they just said um, a couple of weeks back, whenever it was, like, oh, we've got a big guest announcement coming this week. And, you know, it just says guest. So most people just presume it's one person. And mm-hmm. everyone always hopes for, you know, is it Avery Brooks because they're doing the DS9? Is it Patrick Stewart, you know, because he's coming back, blah, blah, blah. But no, they just, they just announced, like, I think it was like six or seven people in one go. Well, that's the thing because you got to think they've got they've got Lorca. They've, they've already got they've already got Lorca and the Admiral, whose yeah, name I can got, never remember. They've got uh, Lorca, the Admiral. They've got Stamets. They've got uh, have they? I'm pretty sure they've got the Doctor, they haven't ha- they? They had those two, uh, Lorca and the Admiral, and then basically in one night they. And his boyfriend, the Doctor, whose name I can't remember. Saru. Saru, Michael Burnham, Tilly. Yeah. Tilly. And then, and then a guy who's on the bridge as well. But um, also, on the, only on the Sunday, they've also got... Um, oh, yes. Uh, Clem Fandango. Yeah. Um, the, what's his name? I can never remember. It's the, the Klingon who was... The character who, who's... He, he's... Yeah, human Klingon hybrid. Uh, also, the main f- uh, what's an, what's her name? The main female Klingon. They have two other uh, Discovery people. Yeah, Mary Chifo or something Mary like Chifo, that. Yeah, who's um, who, who's the female Klingon, and then Mitchell, who is not not the albino Klingon, but but the the one who is in command after the other one dies. Yes. So that yeah, is a think huge amount of discovery cast. The, the way I said it to my wife today is like it's pretty much everyone but Georgia, really. It really is. It really yeah. is. And it's amazing because those first talks are going to be brilliant. Yeah. Because no, that's I'm the really thing. That's the first time that the UK audience has totally seen them. Fresh. Yeah. And, and and add to the facts, then you've also got the uh, Mirror Universe Giorgio's throne going to be there as well. The screen used Yeah, it's throne. the actual thing. It's Yeah, screen used one. And I uh, texted you the other day to say, fucking hell, they've got the, uh, they've got Captain Picard's chair from, we're not sure which movie. It just says it's from the Enterprise E. And I just said, I'm just going to pretend it's from First Contact. Yeah, I'd, it, I'd rather think of it that way. You'd rather it be first contact than nemesis. So we'll just we'll yeah. just pretend it's first contact. Though saying that, yeah, I wouldn't care if it was insurrection. I love insurrection. No, I do like insurrection a lot. I um I always thought of it as a a sort of like big budget version of like a double episode of TNG. Mm-hmm. And I always enjoyed it, and always thought of it as my sort of second or third favorite Trek film, until I heard the Jonathan Frakes interview on Trekmate before I was actually part of Trekmate, and then I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, why do you have to say that? That made me feel really shitty about it." Now, mate, 
remind me. I can't actually remember what he said. Uh, it was you and Paul. You went to a Showmasters event called, I don't know, something random. Uh, it was the London Film and Comic Con. No, it wasn't. It, it was like some weird Oh, name. no, no, no. Um, it wasn't the London Film and Comic Con. It was the London Media... London Something Media. like that, yeah. Basically, it was a one-off show that they'd done in the month before DSC. Oh, was it that close? It was that close. It was a month before. He couldn't make DSC, but he had come to that one as, face, uh, as a favour to Jason. And that was that was the last time he's been in uh, in the UK, I think, as well. And that was the very last time that he's been in the UK. But uh, yeah, uh, it was on it was on Trek, mate. You did a good bit of coverage, like um, having a little chat with him, which which was funny. Uh, but I think you recorded his talk, mm-hmm. and, and you put the talk on. Um, and he basically said how you know he was like me, where he'd watched. He'd been part of the film, watched the film, enjoyed it. And it wasn't until Frakes spoke to LeVar Burton, who plays Geordie, about the film, that, like, Geordie mm-hmm. said, like, oh, don't you think it's fucked up or whatever? And Frakes was like, what do you mean? What are you t- talking about? Uh, um, LeVar Burton meant was the people on the planet, um, you, you know, being this raised the people that had expelled the other ones, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It, his main problem was that everybody was white. There wasn't a yeah. single person on that planet who wasn't white. I remember that in now. In skin colour. I remember that now. It's, it, you need, it, yeah, you had to remind me, but I remember that now. And then, and then Frakes just said, like, the moment he told him that, he just felt really awkward and really bad about that. And, like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, oh now I feel awkward and bad about that. Yeah, no, but, that's um, the thing. I totally understand it. I still personally love Insurrection, but I it's a very white movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. But um, I, I, I still put it at the top there. Somewhere, somewhere, probably in my top five, I would say. Like a, a high budget double TNG episode is fine in my mind. I love TNG, so why yeah. wouldn't I love that? Exactly. And let's face it, it's. A hell of a lot better than the fucking shits that come after it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I would have much rather have had a another movie just like Insurrection come again. And even if it meant that like the box office numbers weren't as big as um, First Contact, like killed the franchise basically, like mm-hmm. Nemesis did, which is exactly what it did. Yeah. That was it. They were just like, let's not do this anymore which just such a shame uh, especially when you consider the fact that the actors were smart enough to know what was going on while it was going on you know mm-hmm. like, like like they're telling this director well, i don't think you know my character would do that but i you're the director mm-hmm. and they just got to go along with it you know it's just sad it is really really sad and but but you know we got Picard back now anyway uh, next year in exactly. uh, his own series and who knows which TNG actors will return so well, it's all worked thing. itself I've, out. I've heard in that in the first episode they're going to reveal that Nemesis was all a dream. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be a smart idea. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, it's um, yeah, no, I totally. Feel, I tell you what, I need to actually go back and listen to some of the old track mates, just uh, like with the bits I like wasn't that. Thinking that myself the other day, like I wouldn't mind going back and listening through them all. Um. I, I just wonder if I'll get to my point and just think, oh, God, it's gone downhill since that guy joined. That was it. Yeah, like, w- w- when I joined this thing, it was just, I know I've said it before, but I was just so nervous at the beginning, like, oh, God, hundreds of people. And now I'm just like, you guys were all along anyway. You know, just like, oh, I don't care. You know, (laughs) if people want to listen, like, good for them. If they don't, whatever. It's just us getting together and having a chat, really, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is why I liked it in the first place. That's it. That's it. That that was the initial premise of Trekmate. It was just two guys getting together, having a chat, talking on the sofa, and... For the listener to be that third person sitting there listening to the conversation. Yeah, yeah, which was for the first place and uh, and didn't, you know, carry on with the other. So many choices uh, for Star Trek themed podcasts. But like, yeah, this was just up my street totally. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I hope I, I hope I'm I hope we, you know, we with me being part of that are, are still doing that for Hundreds of people now, like mate, you are doing drink water stamper and Warwick proud. Good, yeah. Cheers, man. Thank you. That's it. And cheers, by the way, for the YouTube audience that can see us and we can't hide that. Yes. <laughs> cheers. Clink. That's it. We're not going all, uh, all uh, full-on drink water on this episode. Oh, no, no. no not, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go that far. I haven't got the time or money to go that far. I, don't think. I know. Well, that's the thing. He had a lot more disposable income to be... I'm walking. Sometimes he'd, he'd, he'd actually walking. like run through his drink list for that day, like, on the pod. Like, uh, you and, and Mark, like, I've not had that much today. I just had a bottle of wine when I got home. Cup. I've had a few rums since then. I'm back on the beer now. I might have some wine later. It's yeah. like bloody hell. Yeah. Like, how are you even talking? I know. I I love drink water, but he was. So, oh, I do. Yeah. He he can he can really fucking drink a lot. He had, he had honed his body to a. Uh, to a fucking yeah. precision, so yeah. Oh, it, it's, um, also, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, because also this time round is the first time that my brother Neil's come to a convention, uh, a Starship yeah. convention with us. So yeah, I look forward to that yeah. to seeing Neil and well, I was going to say when we're not kind of working because the only two times i've seen there we've been doing a convention ourselves but we s- sort of are working yeah we're doing you know the interviews and stuff but it's, it's not as much pressure on is there it's going to be more fun no exactly exactly they, well we're we're not running things we're just trying to get content and the thing is with yeah. being there on the friday we're going to really fucking be in the game we're going to be in the game we're going to i'm determined to get as many as many um, interviews as possibly can, 
and yeah. uh, be right in there in the fucking press pits. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go. We'll see how things go. Um, we're we're going to definitely yeah, bring a lot of content for everyone. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, um, while we're still on it, I, I'm still I'm going to go back a second. There's been loads of um, guest announcements since the last time we spoke. Uh, they've got two people who are friends of ours who are guests. I don't know if you noticed. I never actually mentioned it to you. Um, Una and James, the the two yep. Star Trek authors, yep. have both been announced. And, and there are a bunch of people there who are all signing for free. So if you've got their books, yeah. yeah. They've also got uh, like one of the comic book artists, the guy who did the the recent Mirror Universe, I think it's a Mirror Universe version of TNG uh, graphic, um, which I said it looked amazing, uh, but I never actually bothered to get it. You're I'm actually, sure I will eventually. I, I, uh, I didn't realize there was people signing there for free. So what if you've, got their, if you've got their comic, they're happy to sign it? I think for once, if you're willing for me to, to try, I think I've still got a window open on my computer. Just give me a second and I can tell you who they are. Yeah, because I've only got 1% battery on my phone, so I ain't going to be able to check nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got... I've had it open on a window on the computer earlier on. There is several people signing for free. Mm. There's Michael Moore, which is pretty cool. That's uh, cool. He, he's the prop guy. Um, J.K. Woodward, I think, was the artist he's of the, the comic. comic the artist, yeah. uh, he's, done, got... he's done loads of Trek comics, and they're all fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Una and James, which is very yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other four... Mm -hmm. which you'll excuse me for, you know, everyone will have to excuse me for not knowing who they are right now. We've got Paul Shipper, John Eaves, Matt Irvine, and Tony Lee. Okay. So all of those people are signing for free on the week, over the weekend. Are they only signing I think if you buy stuff from the table? It, it it doesn't say that on on the official um, DST website. It just says they're signing for free. That's all it says. I guess that's sort of. I guess that's kind of what they mean. Like with James, James and Una, for example. Like you're kind of expected to to, to purchase one of their books off them, which they've done new stuff. I noticed. Um, yeah, they have. They both seem to have done uh, books. Like at least on the front cover of the books, it's got um, individual characters from Discovery on the front mm -hmm. of those books. So I don't know if it's based around those characters. Like that's something that we can do. Uh, we can talk to both of them about it once we're there. And uh, Michael Moore, I know he was the prop guy for uh, like tons of stuff. Was he the prop guy for Deep Space Nine as well? Yes, I think basically Deep Space Nine, uh, TNG, and probably Voyager. Yeah, because I'm wondering, I might get him to sign the same thing that I'm going to get uh, René Albigenois to sign. Which is? I'm going to get a um, Deep Space Nine. Oh, a poster. Print. 
Yeah, I'm gonna either yeah, get yeah, a or a canvas. I haven't decided yet, but I'm gonna make sure that I've got it for next week. Uh, because yeah. I want something nice to start. And my top tip for this uh, issue, if you're listening to um, go to the cop uh, before you go to the con, top tip: get an autograph from Rene because he's an absolutely top guy, and you won't want to miss out. It's uh, going to be yeah, absolute pleasure to meet him. That's who. That's who I've got my heart set on uh, getting an autograph from uh, this year. Oh yes, he's. he's- going to be uh, one of our main highlights to say the least yeah i uh, i really want to talk to him i really want to talk to him this year so if if you yeah. do listen to this before you go to the con make sure that you speak to rena you'll uh, definitely appreciate it yeah um though also i can't uh, i'm looking forward to going give giving max a hug oh yeah i fucking forgot about max i hadn't in the past but just these last couple of weeks Getting excited about all the announcements and thinking about who we're going to be talking to. Yeah, obviously, that's going to be great, meeting yeah. up with Max. I can't wait to see Max. It's To be honest, it's the thing is, it was a shame that we couldn't get him um, on the, uh, like, uh, this year's con because, unfortunately, um, finances can't permit to get him over uh, this year oh. or next. But I no, I'm just looking forward to seeing him because I love the guy. Yeah, no, we really did make a proper friend there. I'm really happy with that. Um, like the Star Trek nerd in me, you know, really sort of like you won't get to do this because you're only coming for Friday now. Likes the idea of actually speaking to Rom and having Rom know who I am now because he's uh, dressing up as Rom on the Saturday. Yeah. Oh, so dude. I know, in, yeah, in 2014, um, I don't know if Aaron did it, but um, around for quite a lot of the day as Rom for way longer than he had to. That's cool. Just having a laugh. That's so cool. And a lot of people didn't even realize it was Max. They just thought like, oh, that's a really good costume, you know? Yeah. Um, so if he's going to do that again, I'm going to get a massive kick out of speaking to Max. But, you know, I'm looking at Rom and he's like, hey, yeah, Jude, it's good to see you, <laughs> you know. Mate, you're going to get going to have to get an interview with him as Rom. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, you'll have to leave me I'll some leave my selfie stuff. stick with you. Yeah, no, I'll do that. If, if I don't do anything else... Um, you know, worthwhile for sci-fi collective and Trekmate and stuff on the Saturday. I'll definitely do that because yeah. I know Max will be happy to. And Max and Aaron though, will be happy to. Yeah, I think so. And even though a couple of years ago I would have been shitting it, like now I think I'll be fine yeah, with both of those two. You'll be yeah. absolutely fine with those. We'll get as I've, many I've as we can, but if you time. can get them to in, uh, we're going to try and nail as many uh, interviews as possible on day one, but if you can get yeah. um, Max and Aaron whilst they're in makeup, that'll be brilliant. I'm not going to push Armin on you. However, if that does happen, you get an extra mm. hand job, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be, that, that's pretty much a world exclusive. If I could do that, if I could get all three or, or just Armin on his own, because he's never done it before. He's never mm-hmm. dressed as a quark outside of or quark depending on your preference of how you say it. I say Quark. Um, Outside of DS9, he's never done it. He's just chose to do it this year. Um, 
I, I'm going to get my photograph taken with him, which uh, mm-hmm. wasn't cheap. It, it was, I think, it was pretty much the first photo that I bought, and it was the, and it was pretty much the reason that made me want to go. You know, where I was saying to myself, even if Trekmate doesn't get the press passes, which you know I, I knew they would, but it it was the you thing that sold me. Where I was like, I'm. <laughs> I knew I was going anyway, though. You know, once I saw that, I was like, "I'm not missing that. I'm not missing Quark and make- what? Not Quark in makeup. Armin." In makeup. How much was the uh, Armin in makeup shoot? It's sixty-six. Fucking quid. hell! Price as um, uh, Christopher Lloyd, I think. No, no, that's more than Christopher Lloyd with a DeLorean. In fact, Fuck, I think Christopher Lloyd was either forty-five or fifty-five. Yeah, forty-five. Uh, Christopher Lloyd was thirty-five um, at the last few London Film and Comic Cons, and then he was forty-five or with the tax or whatever you call it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it was a lot. I mean that if you remember, I actually commented it on that too. I was like, "What?" Um, and Max said to me, "Like, I I think the real reason Armin is doing it is because he has his own, um, like, play production company, whatever you want to call it in America. Yeah, he's trying to raise as many as much funds as he can to put on his own stuff, which I totally get because money speaks. So, and the thing is he hasn't put that makeup back on until now. So obviously show masters have uh, promised him enough money. Yeah. And I think it's fair enough. I've been saying to my wife for, for years now, that I've been going to these conventions, like there's loads of people on social media and stuff, which are masters or, other companies as well, where they just say, "Oh, it's fucking ridiculous!" Them charging this price. Like, either you think it's worth it, or you don't. Mm-hmm. If you don't, don't pay it. Don't worry about it. It's not like like when we were eleven years old, whatever. Ever thought you'd get a picture with Patrick Stewart, William, Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox, all these people? You never imagined, but you'd be standing with these people. So no. if you think it's worth it, do it. You know, save your money up week after week, whether it's five pounds a week, whatever, ordered, and you can just lay it down straight away. And if you don't think it's worth it, just just don't do it. Exactly. But, uh, and but the thing is as well. The the thing is as well. It, it, the, when they come to these events, it is a job for them as well. So they. They, is, yeah. they they need and to Matt be paid. Put it into perspective as well when he said, you know, like, oh, he'll be doing that for his for his company. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because uh, the thing uh, is, it's... and what made me think, it's the same with um with the Back to the Future ones that we did in 2015 with Michael J. Fox. It's like this is the only time you're ever going to get to do this in your life. You're going to spend between forty five quid or well. It was like 80 quid or something for Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. But um, but you, that's the one opportunity you're going to get. And, and the thing is, both of us have got those photos now. And the, the, no one can ever take that away. We, we forever have those memories. Yeah, but what I was going to say is you, you'll never think about that money. 
No, I never I've, think. I've, oh fuck! I could have used the that money. on the wall behind me. I've got a picture of me dressed in Marty's clothes, stood next to the bloody DeLorean, and that was like forty-five quid. I'll never think about that forty-five quid again. I'll never care that fast forever. No, that's the thing. You know, I, always, I, I was showing my great grandkids that, like, going, "This is me at the dock." I, w- I would have wasted that eighty quid on something else. It would have gone on something that I would never have remembered. However, now I have a photo where I look yeah, so happy to be standing next to Michael J. Fox that I'm ready to fucking exactly. fall in his crotch. And it, yeah, uh, yeah, I got the Michael J. Fox one. I sold like like a quarter of my DVD collection at the time, and I can't even remember what those DVDs were now. Like, I don't care now. It, it doesn't matter, mate. You're it talking. Who, you're talking someone who sold his entire fucking uh, <laughs> entire fucking video game collection to make sure that we put on conventions that only a hundred right, fucking right. people turn up to. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i get it i get it and it's worth it it's worth it it's those are fucking experiences we live once exactly yeah we live once and the thing is with michael j fox and people of that caliber there they are people that really actually is as much as you may think oh it's just someone on a screen but for us it's someone that's really touched my life yeah one hundred percent. Yeah, and it means so much to have that experience, and it's it, it really does. And I'm grateful for having having those opportunities. Fuck, you can tell I'm on the second bottle of wine. No, no, you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> well, I've been drinking since way too early today, and no, you're fine. Everything <laughs> you're saying is spot on. Oh dear, but. Don't uh, worry. Still, okay, mate. We've okay. We've been recording for nearly an hour now, and we it's, have, it's all, all been relevant though. It's all we've been not, relevant. Not ramble, we've we, not gone too far off subject or anything. No, we haven't rambled at all. But we haven't even discussed that there's a new trailer for Discovery yet. Not only is there a trailer for that, which I watched once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not big on trailers at the moment these days. I'm sure I've said it on the pod in the past. You where have. You have. It just, I, I just don't like stuff being ruined for me, but it's not until January, so I did watch you it just once. <laughs> I, I did watch it once, and like it does look awesome, everything I saw in there. It looks great. But I was just going to say... It looks great. But, and, and we get to see the Whichever one we talk about more first. It's, it's very, very brief, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was going to say whichever one we speak about first there's also Star Trek shorts and one of them is out already I have, uh, the thing is right I've been busy the last few days so I, I I haven't actually seen it, however I will be surfing a raging torrent to make sure that we get it because we're not getting it over here <coughs> Daily Motion Yes. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Someone has put up a uh, link to that on. I think the Sci-Fi Collective Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. I, I. I will be watching it. I am. Um, I just haven't had a chance. Uh, what? Well, to be honest, I've actually this. Uh, the last whilst I was off last week with my fucked up back, 
me and the wife got addicted to a program uh, called uh, the 100, which is on uh, well, I to uh, to watch programs that you can't get on uh like basically it's like pirating without pirating there's an app called showbox where you can stream um loads and loads of different tv and film product uh, film shows and um stream them to whatever device whether it's your tv or whatever and um we got absolutely addicted last week to a program well first of all we were addicted to a program called bitten which was about werewolves which was great. Right. And then we got addicted. That went for three seasons, and I think we've done that in a week. And then we got addicted to, or we're currently addicted to a program called The 100, which is about a, um, after the nuclear holocaust, um, like there's, it, it's set about 50, it, well, when the nuclear holocaust happens, it's about like 30, 50 years from now. And there's like, 13 Mm -hmm. space stations up in space and they end up combining together to make one huge ship um however they uh need to wait a hundred years before they can come back to earth because of the radiation and they realize that they're running out of oxygen so they send a hundred of their prisoners which are kids because if you're over 18 and commit a crime you get chucked out of an airlock if you're under 18 and commit a crime you're put into prison um i've heard the name several times from people but you know this is a good show yeah i didn't know that detailed yeah and so they send the hundred kids down to earth because they've only got three months worth of oxygen left and they need to make sure that it's habitable. And it's a fucking brilliant show. We're it's so far it's on season five and it's not been cancelled yet. Oh wow! And no, it's always a good sign when it gets that far. That that's me into a new show is if they've gone like three seasons or longer. Yeah, we're currently on. Uh, we've in a period of about nine days. We're now on season four. So we've been absolutely piling through it. And I, if no, it obviously everybody's got different tastes, but me and my wife, we absolutely love the 100. It's absolutely brilliant. I can't recommend it enough. I mean, there's, you find out that the um, nuclear holocaust was caused by rogue AI. And oh, okay everything that uh, no no, that is so much more i think one thing that scared me away from i'm sure that's been available to me to watch in the past i think one reason i might have steered away from it is because i might have got it mixed up with something that you or someone recommended on trek mate years ago which i think is the 4400 that's entirely uh, different yeah i have spoken oh it is yeah which was really disappointing. Like I, I watched it because it was probably you actually who said like, yeah, it's all right. I'm watching it at the moment, but it was, um, it was the fact that you or Mark had mentioned that Jeffrey Combs was in it, which is like, Oh fuck it. I'll definitely yeah, watch is. it. I mean, he's great. What, whatever he does, he, he throws himself into it and it's really, and he was good in it, but it was just one of those shows where it was a bit like lost. 
near the end where it just felt like there was multiple writers. I think even Iris Stephen Bear was involved in it. He was, but, he was, and uh, I, I totally agree with you because as the show went on, it got less. It, it wasn't what yeah. it was. Yeah, it it just started to make no sense. Like, why is this happening? Why is that person doing that? You know, and almost almost and like heroes. I I've not watched heroes, but with the forty four hundred, much like Lost, I only watched it to, to, watched it till the very end. Because I was like, well, I've watched it this far. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see if it turns it around in the last few episodes or the last season. It's like, no, no, no it's last, getting worse. It's getting no, worse. The last, two, the last two seasons was not as strong no. as the first couple. And it's it's really a shame. But no, we're, uh, we're on season four and still loving it. So, Okay, well, I'm going to take that recommendation and I'll, I'll definitely uh, watch that. Yeah, yeah. Don't hate me if you don't like it, but I personally oh, no, really no, enjoy no, it. No, no, but like, no, that's a good, um, not review, but good recommendation. Can I tell you about uh, Star Trek shorts without spoiling it? Yes, I'm. Uh, the thing is, I'm totally open to discussing it without getting spoiled. The first episode, isn't it, the Tilly one? Basically. Uh, as we said on the last episode, there's there's four or five episodes, um, and they're basically based around like a character each. And one of the characters uh, who's on the next one, we don't even know who he is. We've not seen him before, but it's all oh, it's from Discovery. Guy. Yeah, I've forgotten what his name is, but um, it doesn't matter right now. Uh, but they're not coming out. Them. Yeah, they're not coming out weekly. They're coming out like really far apart. But it's about the first every one, month until the new series returns next year. Oh, okay. That would make sense then. Yeah, leading up to January. Um, but yeah, our first one is Tilly, which I think is a good choice. And I'm guessing um, it wouldn't matter what order they put them on because they are short stories. Mm-hmm. How and, short uh, are they? How, how long is the episode? 15 minutes. This This first one was 15 minutes. Okay. And was that ample ample enough time to convey the story that they were telling? Um, well, well, this is literally all I was going to say about it, and you will understand this immediately because it's something we've spoken about on uh, on the pod many times. Yeah, it was like when you watch shows of Star Trek, like TNG or DS Nine, where they have the A story and the B story because they haven't got enough confidence in the A story. Okay, but so it's like they've cut out the B story. Yeah, or they've cut out the A story, whatever way you want to look at it. I'd say, yeah, <laughs> cut out the B story. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's <laughs> it's just that. They've <laughs> um, <laughs> so cut out the A CBS. Do you know what? (laughs) (laughs) 
you know what? It's it's all it's just like the inner light, but the parts where Picard isn't down on the planet. <laughs> it's just it's just like best of both worlds, however, just revolving around ten forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Was it worth watching though, mate? No, no, it was it was worth watching. <laughs> because <laughs> it at least reminded me of that stuff <clears throat> of, of the older stuff. Um mm. Discover I've really enjoyed Discovery and I, I started doing a rewatch recently. But it is action packed and it's you know, it's got that whole arc, you know the stuff that's carrying on episode to episode. So it, it was sort of interesting and cool to see that sort of throwback, if you yeah. will, to stuff where it's not going to matter. Like the stuff that happens in that episode is, is fun, cool, whatever, but it's not going to make any difference to discovery season two or anything. Yeah. Um, but, but there's still loads of little, um, not references. Well, they are references to, to things we've seen in the past, but I'm not going to spoil any any of it for you. But um, okay. there's only, you know, you've you've got to understand. There's only so much you can fit in 15 minutes, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you're cutting it down to 15 minutes, there's really because we did wonder with Star Trek shorts, is it going to be an episode length? Is it going to be half an hour? But no, okay. If it's 15 minutes, there is literally only so much that you can fit in. So. Also, at the end of the day, they show, you know, uh, a sort of, um, you know, very, very, very short teaser trailer for the next one. So I can kind of already see exactly how that 15 minutes is going to go for that one. That That's the new character, by the way, the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, no idea what his name is, um, but but I won't spoil that for you either. I'll let, I'll let you watch it when you're okay. ready. So, uh, uh, for anyone who isn't as pirate-minded, uh, wh- where did you say Daily Motion? Did I? No, no, no. We yeah. didn't say Daily Motion. I think I've heard Somebody of said Daily it. Motion. I I said it, but I've, I was just saying it for no apparent reason. Just saying those two words. No, you was just talking about your daily shits. Yeah. The the bodily <laughs> motion. That you have daily. Oh, All yeah. I will say is, like, you know, if you want to find it, you'll find it. Like, well, let's face uh, it. In the UK, uh, this is what this is exactly what we've had conversations about because we have said, if shows do not come out worldwide at the same time, people will have no choice, however, yeah, to yeah. torrent it. Yeah. It makes it makes. I, was no about to say, I don't even know if CBS Access or whatever they how they call it is even available in Europe. No, it isn't. It isn't. It's only available stateside. So unless they want to make it a worldwide app, then fair enough. Who gives a shit? However, they won't uh, um, include Star Trek on that. Whilst Netflix are funding um, so much yeah, of the I production don't... costs. Yeah, I, I I thought that was a bit sad, really, uh, knowing the facts like we do. But like Netflix put so much money into Discovery, you know, which is why the European audience got it on Netflix. Like that they wouldn't even include it. 
Like, you know, if, if CBS Access for your mates. available. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Fucking, once again, CBS nobbins deciding that fucking uh, they think that they have got the biggest dicks in the yard because it's a, it's a question of if Netflix have funded so much of your production, mm-hmm. why would you not fucking give them um, the shorts as well? I mean, hell, yeah, as you said, excellent it's only, publicity as well. It's only fucking fifteen minutes, so keep your worldwide yeah. audience fucking happy. Shh. Oh. Do you know what? In this day and age, with what a lot of people do and stuff, if CBS wanted to be really smart, they could have put it on um, Netflix, but they could have also put it on bloody YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's that the thing. It's a that, free promotion for the next series. Exactly. There may have been people if they put it on YouTube for free. There may have been people who are watching those shorts as their first taste of Discovery. Full stop. Because exactly. they were never willing to pay money on uh, uh, CBS Access or whatever it's called. And they may, might have watched them B stories and thought, you know what? It's definitely I like that character. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's no, you're right. They should have been, those shorts should have been available somewhere online that it could have convinced the people that haven't subscribed to the CBS Access. Mate, you should be fucking working for CBS Access. Yeah. They need this sort of insight into, like, the psychology of buyers. I know they do. You know they do, but, you know, they don't want me. They need fucking people who know what fans want on fucking fan panels, the fucking cunts. Oh, I know they need that, but they're just not (laughs) smart enough to do that. I'm presuming by the fact that I've noticed you pick up a book that you still want to do a track off tonight. <coughs> yeah, we'll do a track off. I'm going to see if the um, old drink water method pays off for being half cut by the time that you get to a track off. Would you? I'm, I'm only asking if you don't. But would you be able to talk to yourself for while I went to the bathroom in the kitchen? I can talk to myself as much as you fucking want, mate. You go what, for it. What subject do you talk about while I'm away? Well, give me, give me a subject and I'll talk about it. That, that, okay, that's the sauce. You give me a subject and I'll talk about it until you return from your slash. Um, I can't think. Oh, uh, well, that's the deal, mate. That's the deal. You've got to come up with a subject. <coughs> what do you think? happens in the episode or what do you think could happen in the episode with 15 minutes of Tilly and and one other person in an episode and one other person okay not saying that that is what the episode you can learn some one minute okay go for it go okay now what could happen in a fifteen episode, fifteen minute episode with Tilly, it could go one of two ways. Either I would like it to be a retrospective, um, like an episode set slightly in the past, with Tilly talking with Doctor. Oh shit! What's his name? The good-looking guy who's with Stamets, um, talking with him about fashion and 
probably the most awkward position that Stamets has put the Doctor in. Like the the Doctor has like a real fucking gimp fetish. However, the uh, sorry Stamets has got a real gimp fetish. However, the Doctor is not up for it whatsoever. He's much more of a caring, tender type. And Stamets is a real dark, deep, deep, perverse little fucker. So it descends into Stamets um, getting really angry because he's just spent his last credits on a new ball gag and a butt plug uh, for the Doctor. And the Doctor isn't having none of it. And then the Doctor gets his comeuppance by making Stamets wear the said ball gag and the said butt plug whilst having nipple grips on him. And then Stamets finds out that really he isn't into S&M that I didn't know if your story was going to revolve around Prosecco and Odo, something like that. (laughs) It went that direction. (laughs) Yeah. However, it stayed Discovery. (laughs) You'd have to listen to the podcast to find out, mate. Yeah. I will. Did you? Oh dear. <laughs> oh, God, the fucking giggles. <laughs> <coughs> Are we doing book one or book two? I've I've got book two. We shall the do definitive book two. Star Trek trivia book, volume two. <sighs> now I have to give you a warning prior to us doing this, mate. If you do, by any fluke chance, choose a Deep Space Nine question, I will punch you at DST. Oh? <laughs> You've got so fucking lucky lately. Uh, yeah, you in my opinion, it, 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 it's, you know, it's the best program. That good. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm better at those questions because it's good. It holds yeah, my the, interest. I, I remember that stuff. The fucking book agrees as well. So, um, yeah, no, I'm just very, very lucky. You won last time, mate. So, um, would you like to go first or second? Second this time. Okay, so, I've ready? got my book here for you. Oh, oh, you're going to go second. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go second this time. So I'm going now. Stop. Okay, so you have got gods and super beings. Okay, so got plenty of Q, I'm assuming. Um, Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm scrolling down the page and I'm seeing that come up a lot, but um. One four one to one six nine. Okay, so 
normally the questions are TNG, it, like like maybe a bit of TOS at the beginning, down to the other series. So I'm going to try and get a Q question. So I'm going to go for one four six. I think if you wanted that, you should have gone a bit further, but you've said it now, so. Never mind, um, never mind. What did Zephram Cochrane call the creature that saved his life and gave him near immortality in metamorphosis? The fucking man. <laughs> he called him the fucking man. Yeah, no, I I haven't got a clue. Um, what is Efren Cochran Cawley and see who gave him life? I'm going to guess that he called him. Oh, fucking hell! What kind of question is that? I'm trying to think of any reference that you would give to anybody that who just brought you back to life. No, I, I would not have got that at all. Um, even if I had a bit of a memory of that, which which I don't, it wouldn't even be on your radar. No. Um, I can ask again if you want. Or... Yeah, ask the question one more time, and then I'll try and come up with something that's slightly stupid. What did Zephram Cockrature that saved his life and gave him near immortality in Metamorphosis? I reckon that he called him my saviour. Your answer makes more sense. No, it's the companion. Why would you call him the companion? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> okay. Okay. Your turn, mate. You ready? Yeah. Stop. Okay. You've got a choice between Spock and Leonard McCoy. Um, I think I'll, oh, I'll, I'll go with McCoy. Like, I feel like I might be better with Spock, but I'll go with McCoy just for fun. Okay, 31 to 42. 36. Oh, you've got a 50-50 chance. <clears throat> okay. True or false? McCoy once suffered from four broken ribs. He once suffered from four broken ribs. It's saying, isn't it, suffered from four broken ribs. You know, you're going to have four broken ribs. You're just going to sort it out. He can sort stuff out. In the TOS era, like in no, why why would you suffer? You know, that makes it sound like he's just walking around with it. Um, he may have got four broken ribs, which I guess that is the question. Like, did he have that? Mm. 
he didn't he, he never had it on screen i know it's possible so he may have said it so the answer is easily yes but i'm just gonna go and just say no it's false you're gonna say false yeah because i never saw it he, he probably did say it at some point but it's a weird way to phrase the question as well which is partly what makes me think i'll just go with what i've seen and say no do you know what mate your answer could not have been more on the head obviously the question was mccoy once suffered from four broken ribs the answer was false he had two broken ribs ah so nice yeah well done, well done. You, you fucking hit it out of the park already, you bastard. So, <laughs> let's go again. Here we go. Stop. Okay. So, you have a choice here. Ah, they're not too bad. Not too bad choices, really. Okay. You have a choice between two movies. Sorry, sorry. The Wrath of Khan. What was that? You have a choice between questions about two movies. Okay. The Wrath of Khan. Okay. Which, uh, to be fair, is only five questions. Mm -hmm. The Search for Spock, which is about 15 questions. Okay, I'm going to go for The Wrath of Khan. Okay, so the choices are... 56 to 60. Let's go 59. 59 is a multiple choice. Okay, so already I'm in for a chance. It's uh, A, B, C, or D. And the question is, phase of Project Genesis was could A... In the sorry, regular, sorry, mate, you broke up there. Could you repeat that for me? Am I? Yeah, of course, I can. The second phase of Project Genesis was conducted a in the regular one space lab. Okay. B aboard the Enterprise. Okay. C in an underground cavern on regular. Yep. D in the Matura Nebula. Okay, I'll say A. I wouldn't have said that. I would say A on the regular space lab. But that's what I'm taking as your answer. Yep, I'm happy for that to be my answer. I have locked it in. (laughs) Okay. Um, What question was it? 59. Yeah, it's 59, yeah. would have been right i would have been right with my answer would have been in an underground cavern on regular oh shit fuck i thought you would have got that oh okay nope nope absolutely fucked up there never mind well, we're all not a smart ass like you, Jude. I don't know. I, do, I think I'm just, I'm like drawing Paul Drinkwater's powers. Like, 
You're somehow oh, able. You are honing the drink water within you. Yeah. Okay, so let's go. Ready? Yep. Stop. Fuck me. Okay. You have got two sets of questions. The first is on the motion picture. The second is on the Wrath of Khan. Okay, Wrath of Khan. Okay, so you've got a choice. 43 to 55. So am I like the page before you were just on? Probably, yeah. Yeah. What was it again? 45 to 53? Sorry, 43 to 55. Uh, I'll go 45. And once again, it's a multiple choice. How many Klingon vessels attacks the Enterprise in the Kobayashi Maru simulation? A2, B3, C4, or D5? I think it's either C or D. Um, but given the fact that it's like supposed to be such a difficult situation, but you can't get out, it's supposed to be impossible and stuff, and Kirk cheats and all that, I think I'm going to go with the hardest sort of number but it would be in say d5 okay i'm just trying to find the page i mean you don't know the answer do you you can't Mm. remember the answer yourself not off the top of my head i might have guessed four yeah it would have been like a c or d but I'm guessing D5 because it just seems the more, you know, likely given that it's supposed to be such an impossible task for anyone to escape. The thing is, I would have probably gone for five because just because odd numbers look better than even numbers. Yeah. Okay. Um, That was question 45. Yeah. We both would have been wrong. So it four. was B, three. Oh. Okay, well, I, you know, you're still outnumbered, aren't you, if there's, you know, three yeah, to one. It was, yeah, it was three. It was three ships. So, yeah, well, yeah, to be fair, as I said, odd numbers look better than even numbers. However, mm-hmm. it was three. It was three, not four, uh, not five. So there you go. Oh, well. Uh, so I've got one question right so far. You've got none. Is, so, so you've still got a chance. My, is this my third question? This will be your third, yeah. Yeah, fuck. So I need to get this yeah. right then. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Stop. Okay, so your only choice, because I'm not doing optical data, as they call it, is Catherine Janeway. Okay, then. (laughs) Uh, Seven to 18. Let's go for seven. Straight out the gate. 
Okay, I don't know this one. I know what I would bloody guess. I know what I would guess. You'll probably know it. Sounds like an easy one. What is Janeway's favourite flavour of ice cream? Okay, a part of me would say vanilla. Probably because that's my favourite. So what are the options? No, no, it's not multiple choice. It's just straight up question. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I I would say Deanna was Deanna was the chocolate girl. Yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't repeat chocolate. Vulcan nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 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 Cashews. <coughs> um Okay. <laughs> oh, um yeah, no, I'm I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm, assuming I'm assuming that um I'm assuming it's probably vanilla. Because the thing is, she wouldn't, as much as she's obsessed with coffee, surely she wouldn't want the coffee ice cream either. Um, I would say, is that your final answer? Coffee, ice cream, or vanilla? What do you reckon, listeners? You can't help me, as this was recorded in the past. However, I am going to stick with vanilla, just because it's my favourite. Though it's something like fucking bloody... um, Yeah, concerned uh, telepathic past. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. No, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, it, it, it's it's probably something. If that like... was my question, there's no fucking way I would. No, it's You've like it rum now. and passion fruit or something. Anyone who's watching the YouTube version of this, which I know is not a lot, most people still listen to the. Anyone who who. <laughs> no, of course it's not. You know what it is? What? It is coffee. All Fucking bastard! 25 years later, everywhere. It's coffee. The answer is coffee. You wanker, That's dude. what I was going to do this on YouTube, who just saw me look and go to the back and basically go, yep. <laughs> no, but... That's what I would have guessed as well. How fucking stereotypical... Uh, uh, nuts. How fucking stereotypical. I thought she would have been fucking a little bit more adventurous and gone for the blandest flavour of them all and gone for vanilla, but that that is what that's literally what you chose is the blandest flavour of them all, vanilla. 
Yeah. And that's me. I am the <laughs> blandest flavour of them all. <laughs> okay, I, oh, I've well. decided, mate. I've decided the drink water effects doesn't work with me. It's working with me, though, which is good. Okay, well, let's see if you can get your last one, you cunt. I don't need to. I, I've, go I've on, got go on, go on, go on, I, You've go got on, none now. Pages. Uh, well, I'll say stop. But I've won anyway. That's your fu- fucking hell. You said stop so far. You're on the fucking answer page. Yeah, I know. But this is just for a laugh, right? Yeah, this is for a laugh. You've lost. Uh, you've already won. <laughs> I just want to prove that I'm not that fucking useless. <laughs> you just want me to get one wrong, wrong don't you? <laughs> Stop. Stop. Okay, Stop. that'll do. Stop. <laughs> Voyager, you wanker. All right. <laughs> one nine one to two two zero. One 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 to two two zero. One nine. D- sorry, one nine one. Two two zero. One nine nine. One nine nine. Okay. What was the Alari Autorach's heir? Sorry, no, sorry, I read that wrong. Was the Alari Autorach's heir? That's the question. That is the question. That is the question. What was the what de what what? (laughs) (laughs) See, these are the questions that you should have got, you fucking wanker. (laughs) Um, Who was (laughs) Alari's Autorax's um. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you said what the first time. I did. Now say that you're what saying who. Um, I'll soon find out if I corrected myself when I edit the episode. Next. Sorry? I'm sure it's not. I'm going to say Neelix, and I'm sure it's not, but I have no clue, so okay, why not? The, que- the question was, who was the Alari Autorox heir? The answer was Damas. Who? Damas. D-E-M-M-A-S. You thick fucker. Everyone knew it was Damas. Who's Damas? I have no fucking idea. It's been so long since I've done a rewatch of Voyager. I haven't got a fucking clue, mate. Oh, say, and I don't know when I will either. And as these two bottles of wine really sink in, I need a piss at this point. You know what that means? Say it again. You cut out for a second. Because I cut out. That's track, mate.
It's trackmate. It's trackmate, you fucking fuckers. <laughs> Be my boy. <laughs> His brain is gone. You are a disembodied brain. I more, 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 Brain and brain, what is brain? Doctor! 
In the future, there is no cure for baldness, and I am proof of that. But in the future, it's also very stylish to be bald, because everyone knows who's in charge. Me, the captain, Jean-Luc Picard. Ha-ha! Make it so. T. Earl Grey. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> 